It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Very much appreciate you joining me on this Monday morning. Awful lot to talk about. Um, Good news overnight. That baby whale that got stranded in the Thames has been freed. There you are, something to cheer up in the morning. And, of course, the news that uh, as of next Monday, uh, we are going to be very generously, our government, our Prime Minister, is very generously going to allow us to meet our family and friends who don't live with us um, indoors, which no one at all in this country has been doing for the last few weeks or months. Absolutely at all. No one has been doing that. And, uh, and we are legally going to be allowed to do that also going to be allowed to hug. I know, it's terribly, terribly exciting. Um, some of us have just continued to hug other people um, through choice um, because we're human beings and hugging does actually matter. Um, we're also going to see, thankfully, because it is the fifth biggest industrial se- well, sector in this country, uh, hos- indo- hospitality is going to be opening indoors. We've seen absolutely dire weather. I've got the biggest grey clouds uh, outside my window here in uh, London uh, and so many uh, pubs and restaurants are unable to open without outdoor space. Those that can, uh, not even breaking even, certainly not when there's wind and rain and goodness knows what elsewhere but uh, we are going to see indoor opening of hospitality far too late should have happened months ago well it should never have been closed but that is happening next monday so that's all good news uh the uh, good news is doesn't really keep coming for labor though when it comes to uh, their election results so i'm going to talk about all of that uh, with my guest who's joining me all this morning delighted to welcome back brendan chilton head of labor future good morning to you brendan Good morning, Julia. Good morning to you. Oh, absolute pleasure to have your company this morning. Um, let's uh, let's talk uh, just first up about about Labour. All these election results. The, the the fundamental message from the election results was, it turns out voters are quite happy with Boris Johnson in charge. And although these were not national general elections, they were very unusual set of elections because um, unusually you had the whole of Wales, Scotland, and England, and Northern Ireland all actually having a chance to vote. Every single eligible adult that had a chance to vote. When normally, of course, you know, local elections, it's just parts of the country at a time. Um, but we did see um, an amazing swing uh, to the Conservative Party. They were on roughly now sort of forty percent. Uh, in this election. Um, We've saw Labour losing seat after seat after seat in councils, losing control of councils. Uh, And of course, uh, it's certainly 
certainly through England. Uh, and and of course we have uh, we have seen just um, numerous uh, votes going uh, to the Conservatives, in particular in those red wall seats. And we discussed on Friday uh, ad nauseum uh, the Hartlepool by election result. Another by election coming up, by the way. Tracy Braben, who won the West Yorkshire mayoralty, her Batley and spent uh, seat is up. Same same majority for Labour uh, as Hartlepool. So that that will be an interesting one to watch. But what do you make first of all before we get into reshuffle shenanigans? What do you make first of all of why Labour lost those key red wall seats? Well, uh, Julia, let's just say first of all, uh, losing three hundred uh, councillors uh, and several. Uh, other significant elections this weekend. Uh, there are no reasons to be optimistic, of some in the Labour Party have said. Uh, gaining Chipping Norton and losing the North uh, is not something to be optimistic about. Um, it's been a disaster. And the reason this has happened, I think the umbilical cord uh, between the Labour Party and its traditional vote was severed uh, when we came out uh, for a second referendum back in 2016-17, which I think we probably discussed at the time. Um, secondly, we've spent the past year, as well as being in lockdown, supporting a government uh, 100%. If you're going to support a government 100%, why do you need an opposition? Uh, add to that the fact we took the knee uh, to a criminal mob that were destroying our cities and towns. Add to the fact we've told the country it's institutionally racist and bad and needs to change. When you go knocking on working class doors, don't be surprised when they tell you to clear off uh, if that's your record. Yeah. Uh, frankly, that's what's gone wrong with the Labour Party. Uh, why, why is the Labour Party going to need months and months of policy debate and uh, and, and sort of navel gazing for them to realise any of that stuff? Because every single thing you said then, I would go, I'm sitting there going, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm sure every listener uh, is sitting there, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, this this is really really obvious stuff to anyone with half a brain who's watching what's going on. And and yet the Labour Party seem to be utterly perplexed by it. Um, in particular, I mean, again, I, I, I've always thought that the Brexit battles would play out for many more years. And people were saying to me, oh, no one's going to care about Brexit once it's done. I remember thinking, well, no, no, it's it's the signal. It was a signal of intent. It was the voters, you got it wrong. We're going to make you vote again. That, I mean, as you and I are both on the Leave side, that was a very clear signal about, um, you know, belief and trust in voters. And, and I'm, I'm old fashioned. If you don't respect democracy, then sorry, I've got no time for you in politics. But also, again, this this cultural battle, you know, was it about COVID? Was it about people being economically let down by, you know, years and years of conservative rule? Again, I just think fundamentally, if you if you're going to the voters saying we think we think that you living on a council estate in the northeast of England have white privilege and that you come from a country which is, you know, as you say, racist and horrible and everything about you is bad. And if you think that men and women aren't interchangeable um, biologically, you're, you're a transphobe and and, you know, you, and you're constantly obsessed with stuff that just has nothing to do with how ordinary people live their lives, telling everybody that they're a victim who, who who isn't apparently having white privilege. It's just not how most people view their lives. Telling every woman she's a victim constantly of sexual harassment when when most women's experience is not that. Telling every black or Asian person that they are a victim every single day when every you know that their experience is not that. It it is just it's just a message of sort of of blame and victimhood that just doesn't sit well, I think, with I think particularly with the British psyche. 
I think that's all absolutely right, Julia. I think the other key absence uh, in the Labour Party at the moment is any credible economic policy. Yeah. Uh, it, President Bill Clinton once said it's the economy stupid and attached to all those cultural issues we've just discussed. Uh, at the moment, we don't have uh, an economic vision. Keir Starmer made a speech, I think it was about a month or two ago now, uh, where he spoke about 100,000 startups and uh, a COVID recovery bond. Well, that sort of died a death. We haven't heard anything of it since. I mean, I probably covered where's... it on the show and I don't remember it. I, th I think you did cover it. Yeah, I mean, that's how big a hit the... it was. <laughs> Where's the, you know, the, the grand strategy for reshoring manufacturing from China, which is no longer a friendly nation? Where's the grand strategy on supporting all those people that have had no support over the past year? The self-employed, the forgotten three million. I, if we'd yeah, said Labour, something Labour to doesn't, them. Dave Labour doesn't like those people, though. But this is the this is the great thing. It should, because they are the working men and women of this country. And um, we went into this election talking about a pay rise for nurses, which I've got no problem with. But for the past year, 80 percent of the population have had an effective 20 percent pay cut <laughs> with being on furlough. Uh, sorry, um, the 80 yeah. percent of people have had on, their wages on, yeah. cut by about 20 percent. Um, and so when you're saying nothing to the entrepreneurs and the wealth creators in the country, again, don't be surprised when they don't vote for you. Yeah, I mean, um, this is the thing. Really but also, don't you think also there's this, uh, this absolute failure to understand aspiration? Um, yes. and, 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 but also, but not sort of wanting a handout, not wanting, I mean, I, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm middle class, I'm middle class metropolitan elite. I know that. I'm not under any illusion. I know, I know these people. I, my family, I grew up in. You're the epitome, Julia. I grew up with these people. I mean, God, I mean, I know, I know exactly how they think. I know. I also know how they view me. I live in Ramona Central. I mean, I, I, you know, I walk, I walk through, through, you know, Hampstead Heath, the looks of, I mean, I'm, I'm Hitler for these people. I mean, it's just extraordinary. Um, but but this is it. They they they, they don't understand that that people. My, my husband's we're working. We're proud working class. He's not. You know, he's not. He's not victim working class. You know, left school at sixteen, went off and worked in a paper factory. They decided to go to night school to get into university to get on. Now runs his own business and being successful. And I'm unbelievably proud of him. And but they think you know. Oh no, you're a victim. You're not a victim. He's a proud man who's who's made his way in life, you know. And they don't understand those people because if you're not a victim, we don't get you. We do, what are we supposed to do for you? There's no notion of um of just getting on in life and people being able to work hard, take personal responsibility, get up early, do the long slogs, and 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 get the job done and receive the rewards for that. That 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 is somehow then a bad thing. It, it's right. And frankly, the only Labour leader um, in the past 20 to 30 years that have understood, really understood, aspiration was Tony Blair. Who, who incidentally also happens to be the only Labour leader who has won any elections in the last few decades. Exactly. He understood that people want to keep more of the money that they earn. He understood that actually people are very proud of this country. OK, on the referendum thing, he went a bit bonkers. Yeah. Uh, but apart from that, he understood the psyche of the British people. And you're absolutely right. We just treat people as victims. And then if you're a woman, you're a victim. If you're yeah. a black woman, you're a double victim. No, you're not. 
just pull your socks up, work hard and speak to that language. And I'll tell you what, we'd, we'd turn it around in no time. And do, it, it, it pains me that we're in this position. Do you think the solution was sacking Angela Rayner as party chair, bearing in mind as deputy that she's got her own position in the party that is totally separate, directly elected by the membership and therefore can't be sacked completely. She has a whole range of new titles. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to have time before we get to seven o'clock to read them all out. Um, <laughs> uh, but but she, she does have a huge range of them. Um, I, I will. I will do my best to, uh, to to get to all those titles at some point. But um, but uh, we also the, the sacking of Annalise Dodds, demoted from being chancellor to get another role. Rachel Reeves put in as the new shadow chancellor. I mean, I think that is probably a good move. But it is. It is extraordinary. I mean, actually, I found Angela Rainer's titles. Genuinely, if, if we've got some time, I, I might crash the news at seven. She's deputy leader, a post she already has, but she's now shadow first secretary of state as deputy leader, shadow chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster. So that's shadowing Michael Gove, shadow secretary of state for the future of work. Well, I mean, there isn't a secretary of state for the future of work, so I don't know how you can shadow that job. Um, but do you think replacing uh, Annalise Stodds with Rachel Reeves and Angela Rayner being moved as party chair and campaign chief is problem solved now? No, it isn't. Um, if I could just say, I do know Annalise Dodds. On a personal level, she is a, a lovely woman. But I think her uh, removal uh, as Shadow Chancellor at this stage was probably very sensible. Um, I think Rachel Reeves does bring a much more experienced economic mind to the post. She's, she's um, a better into... um, performer, I think, in the media as well. Yeah. Um, I also don't really believe, though, that these reshuffles are going to change anything. Uh, until we understand the basic problem, which is what we've been discussing over the past few minutes, we're not going to make any progress. And as I said on your colleague's show uh, on Friday, um, Mike Graham, if you have uh, the best looking, the most intelligent and articulate people up there um, giving the party message, if the message isn't right and if the values aren't right, it won't make a blind bit of difference. Yeah, absolutely. Again, I would think actually if... If I would think more than 3% of the country could have named the Shadow Chancellor, maybe it would make a difference. But I don't think they could name her yesterday. I don't think they could name her today. But there we are. 6.46 this time. We'll talk about Scotland and what we're going to hear from the Prime Minister uh, tonight. And indeed, in the Queen's speech tomorrow. I know, Queen's speeches used to be a big affair. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.